Welcome to Leading to Sales. My name is Brett Williams. I am your host, and I am excited here on Monday, December the 21st, uh, the last show we will have before the Christmas holiday to host today with a special guest. Um, she's a good friend of mine, and I'm very excited to have her, Jen Gittimer, the author of Sales in a New York Minute, best-selling author. Um, I, I'll be honest with you. I told uh, Jeffrey Gittimer, who is Jen's husband the other day, that I was actually more excited to have her on the show than him um, because, frankly, and you'll find out by the end of this, Jen rocks and she knows her stuff. So we're going to be talking today, as the show, as you saw, the show is titled Money, Mindset, and Mastery. And I can tell you there's nobody that I could think of that would be better to come in and talk to us today. And we'll be right back right after this with Jen and I. Welcome to the Leading to Sales podcast. Every week, we're bringing you leadership, sales, and marketing strategies to help you move your business forward. Here's our host, internationally known sales and marketing leader, Brett Williams. Welcome, Jen. How's it hey, going? Hey, good. How are you? That is, I am awesome. I am awesome. I can. Yeah. Can you hear me? <laughs> Siri just told me she's fine. <laughs> she goes, I'm fine. Thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, I won't use the word because I'm sure between you and, and several of the people that are going to tune in, uh, A-L-E-X-A is one that tends to exactly. pop on all for me. <laughs> Why does she keep coming back? <laughs> Somebody's hitting a button somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> This is awesome. Hey, this if you if you ever wondered if we're live, you have no question now. Did you see me run away during your, the intro for a sec? I did. I did. That was I was like, well, she's out. So I guess I'm going on. I had to take French fries out of the air fryer for Gabrielle. Like talk talk about the ultimate multitasking stay-at-home virtual work, you know, work day. And I'll be honest, you're one of the best in the world I've ever seen at it. So thank you. Jen, Jen and I have had a chance to really get to know each other over the past year. Um, I am part of a mastermind that Jen and her husband, Jeffrey run. Um, and it's been really cool. So like this, was it last weekend? I guess it was just last weekend. Not like yesterday, but the, but you know, that whatever the, the 12th, um, myself and my wife and Jen and Jeffrey and a good friend of ours, Doug Wing, all got to hang out there in uh, the Isle of Palms. So I've actually seen like the other side of your background now. <laughs> the real, this is a window. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> tell us about, I mean, you're, you are, I know you're coming to us from Isle of Palms, which is where I wish I was right now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wishes they were here. <laughs> they really do. Um, so, I mean, you've got a lot of stuff that you're rolling with right now. I mean, I, you know, you've got, I follow you on Instagram and um, if you aren't following her, is it at Jen Gittimer? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. At Jen Gittimer. If you're not following her on Instagram, you're going to get a really good picture of um, all of the things, or at least some of the things that Jen has her hands in, which is a lot. Um, <laughs> so, and she does it amazingly and with grace. So, I mean, tell oh, us a little bit about what you've you. got going on. If you see my story that I have yet to post today, it might not look that graceful because I'm trying to do cartwheels and I used to be able to do them, but I don't know what happens when you get older, you lose your cartwheel <laughs> ability or something. Just call it the you're at the beat. You're at a different longitude so, like, now. Typically I have grace, maybe not later today. <laughs> um, hey Jamie, what's up? <laughs> 
So you asked what I'm up to right now. So, okay. I uh, teach entrepreneurs how to make more sales, how to sell more, how to launch like online, especially online entrepreneurs, how to uh, make more money online. And, uh, and I coach entrepreneurs as well, because sometimes there are these mental blocks that we get where we, you know, for any multitude of reasons, right, that prevent us from connecting or following up with a customer or actually asking for the sale or closing a deal or even like prospecting. There's so many things that that happen along the way. And so whether you're in sale, like an actual salesperson or an entrepreneur. And so I help identify those blocks and then remove them. See, and I think that's, it's so fun because when we're in mastermind meetings, it's amazing because Jeffrey is the idea guy. Like mm-hmm. he's just sitting there like, I mean, there are sometimes I can't write fast enough for Jeffrey's <laughs> ideas. And then you'll say something and Jen will be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Do you realize what you just said? And it's like, I didn't, it's, it's amazing because the, the combo of you guys together and the value yes. that you bring. It's just, it's awesome. Sorry. I'm, I'm We're kind a good of, team. We're a good I, might, team. I might be like fangirling just a little bit right now. Cause I'm telling you like Jeffrey and Jen are a huge asset to, uh, to us. So it's, Thank it's you. kind of hard not to, but um, how did you get to where you're at now? I mean, you've, you've not all what you didn't like come out of the womb coaching entrepreneurs. No, I'm sure. No. <laughs> so I, um, I did come out of the womb selling even though that sounds crazy. I was, I've been selling things since I was like four and a half years old, four or five years old. And, and I got really, really good at selling and then training salespeople. And and what I noticed along the way is everyone wants the strategy. Like what's the process. And I took every sales training that was big, um, you know, back in the, uh, what, what, what year are we in? I want to say nineties, but it was in the two (laughs) thousands. Um, I'm not that old. So I did take like a lot of the major sales trainings. That's actually how I found Jeffrey. And um, I got paid to train my sales team at the company I was working on. Every year they wanted to change sale, the trainings. And what I realized was like, it wasn't a virtue of the training that wasn't working. It was actually a virtue that we weren't getting down to the core. So you can have any process that you want as long as you have a solid process. But if you're not uncovering what those mental blocks are, it, the process is never going to matter. And so as I realized that and I started and I started my own business in 2013, I was teaching sales training and searching for the answers to these mental blocks. Like, how do I get people past that? And then I started taking um, coaching myself. I swear Siri just keeps like popping up. Where is she even coming from? Um, I started like getting coaching myself and investing in personal development. And then from there, it just, I, I learned how to do it. I took, I took certifications and trainings on how to help people do it. See, that's, that's one of the things that I love is because oh. Hold on. it's, it's okay. Uh, change my mic. Connected audio. world, folks. Connected world. Uh, speaker. Can you hear me? <laughs> MacBook Pro. Mac- there we go. Okay, you just muted yourself. 
<laughs> I, I I changed. I I got rid of the AirPods because Siri just keeps trying to talk to me. It's all good. It's all good. No, sorry. So now we're live. <laughs> we are still on air. Yes. Hey, it's okay. No, I, I, one of the things that I've noticed, and my wife and I were talking about this last night, is you have. Uh, there's so much that goes off of social proof, you know, when people are looking at programs or sales trainings or things like that. But it's kind of like what you're saying. You see social proof across almost every program. And then people, I often talk to people that get into these programs and then they're like, well, I did what they said they were, what I, what they said to do. And it's not working for me. Right. So what have you seen or like some of the biggest things that stop that? Yeah. So people think they're doing the thing, but they're not actually doing the thing. (laughs) So I hate to say that, but like, okay. So if the, if the process is to, I don't know, I'm not big on cold calling, but let's say it's cold call. Let's say it's show up like you're doing on air. Okay. Every single day or once a week consistently. And, you know, you roll out of bed one day and you're like, yeah, um, I'm just not, not feeling it today. So let me skip today. I'll do it next week. And then next week you're like, no, one will ever know. Like, meh. and then you don't, you just, you just don't do the thing that you say you're going to do. Right. Because you're making excuses in your head for why it's either not valuable. Um, maybe you're protecting yourself from some sort of fear. Like maybe you're not putting your program out there. I mean, or, or your, whatever your offer out there, no one's going to buy it if they don't know about it. Right. And but you you might be asking, like, why would someone not put it out there if they if they have this great program? And I was talking to someone today and she's like, I want to launch this thing and I know it's going to be great. But I haven't done anything to launch it. I just want people to like magically appear in this program. I'm like, OK, well, what's the like hold up? She's like, well, I'm protecting myself because if I don't launch it. It can't fail. And if I don't fail, I'm protecting my ego and then I'm protecting you know, my image and I'm protect, like there's this protection mechanism. And so what if you just let go of all that and, and, and reframe it because by not launching it, you're already failing anyway. Yes. You're just deliberately failing rather than taking a risk (laughs) and potentially succeeding. And so it's reframes like that, that I love, like being able to see a whole other perspective. And oftentimes people can't see that perspective for themselves. They need to actually like walk around or have someone walk them around to see the other side. Wow. That's so do you think that the, that the fear of failure is probably the mo- most often the one that, that, or that you see that hems people in? There are so many, I think there are people have a fear of failure. I, I don't know that people really, I, some people say they have a fear of success. I've never struggled with that one, <laughs> but it, you know, if that's someone's fear, that's someone's fear, yeah. right? I think people have a fear of judgment. Like what if I put it out there and then others like critique it or what if I get like the like hater when I got my first hater, Brett, I ran into the office cause in Charlotte, our home is like on the same floor as our office. Right. And I like ran down the hall. It was like, it was like that, that commercial was running man campus, something like that. Like, and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, do, 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 do. I ran into the office. I'm like, you guys, I just got my very first social media hater. And they're like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I'm like, I've made it. This is amazing. I'm big enough for someone to hate me. And so, it's all about 
the mindset because someone else is getting a hater and going and crawling under their bed and crying. Yes. And I'm like excited about it. So it's how you choose to look at something, you know, yeah. it's, I can't, I don't remember who it was that I first heard say it. I feel like so many people have said it now, but it's, if you don't have anybody that is giving you opposition, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. it's so, I mean, you get that getting out of the bed in the morning. I mean, for God's sake, the planet's trying to pull you to the floor. Let's just start there. And so it's, it's, it's amazing to me. So tell me how you help people like walk through that process. What does that look like? It's different for everybody, but it's usually just a conversation, like a coaching conversation. And um, I've had clients within the first five minutes, like literally start to cry, like, cause they're opening up so deep. And then oh, other okay. clients who are like, in like a good way, you know, and yeah, they're okay. like, Oh my God, I didn't realize this about myself. And other times it's like a little bit of a, I don't want to sound weird cause we are on LinkedIn and it's, I don't know how like woo people are here, but like yeah. hypnosis or get them into like a meditative kind of state where you yeah. can actually think about your past and how that's impacting where you currently are because we all have stories, right? And yes. those stories impact who we are today. And sometimes you need to clear out those past stories in order to become that best version of yourself now. Yes. Like when I, I was little, I when I was little, my dad took me, he never took a day off ever. Like until wow. that my parents like made it in business. Like my dad worked every single day of the week, even Saturdays and Sundays, he'd go in for a little bit. And, and he was never sick and he never took a day off. So he took a day off to take me to Sesame Street in New York City. And so I remember like being so excited that my dad was taking me and we were going to Sesame and I was gonna be on stage with the Sesame Street characters. And we got there and I chickened out. I was like, I'm, not, I'm stage fright. No, I'm not going up there. I'm not going. And it took me until literally this year, okay? so a couple decades later to realize that that stage fright has impacted my entire life of me putting myself out there. And I, yeah. And I don't know what, like the, like someone must've said something, something must've happened that day where I was like, Oh no, I can't go on that stage. And I've prevented myself like, yeah, I'm, it's ironic because I'm a speaker and I speak on stages. <laughs> right. But that took so much courage because um, I really had this fear of that. And so I had overcome it, overcome it, overcome it. And then when it was time to like go live and do things online, I'm like, I can't be on that stage. Wow. What was, what was the trigger that helped you realize that? Like, what was it that, that was it just a moment of introspection or? For me, journaling really helps because I can ask myself the questions I ask my clients Maybe not as well, right? I still have yeah. a coach. Of course, yeah. um, I'm not like, I, I don't always coach myself. Like today, my coach and I have been going back and forth, you know, working on something and, and it's fabulous. But um, but for me, it's really journaling and asking questions, like asking the better questions you can ask yourself, the better answers you're going to get and the better opportunities you're going to create for yourself. So like, you know, that, that, that the protection thing, that I was talking about earlier, like one of the questions is like, well, what is that protection giving you? What's the benefit that you're getting from that? And if you let go of that, what, what could happen, you know, and really uncovering that and writing it out. Cause there's, 
power, excuse me, there's power to actually writing it and seeing your words. Yes. Yes. It's, I think it's, I don't know if Jeffrey said it first or if Wyatt said it first. We, we're around so many amazing thinkers <laughs> and, and just, just absolute stalwarts in the, in the mindset process, but it was the writing crystallizes the thinking. Yes. Yes. And I love that. That's, you know, I'm a digital person and like all, every note I take is ends up digitally somewhere but I have to write it down because if I, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting here right now taking notes. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have like, when I travel, my carry on bag is filled with so many different journals because I have a journal for this and a journal for that and a journal for that. <laughs> and like Jeffrey's like, why don't you just put it in the one computer? And I'm like, no, I need to like write it and see yes. it. <laughs> it's powerful. It really is. I know. <laughs> but so, I mean, you're the biggest thing that, you know, you have seen, at least you and I were talking about this the other day of when it comes to that mindset is that it can really help or it can really hold people back from being able to earn what they're worth, whether it's in a consulting fashion or, or if they're a salesperson or an entrepreneur that's launching. Um, what have you seen from people as a whole? I mean, and you've seen this through, through a lot of different people. That's the reason I keep asking these larger macro questions. Yeah, yeah. But what are you seeing has shifted given the huge shift in this environment. I mean, you saw it for yourself. What are you seeing other than that? Yeah, I'm seeing that there's a lot more people who are open to at least working on this kind of thing. Like realizing that there is something there that they can improve on. And then maybe not necessarily knowing exactly what it is, but knowing that like, ooh, there's something there there, if that makes sense. And then dog is snoring. <laughs> I'm sorry, for you, Zoe. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> and this halo is getting bigger here. Yeah, that's um, awesome. <laughs> so, um, you know, just that people have become more open to personal development, which yeah. is really awesome. And realizing that sometimes, especially in sales, in order to, to make the most sales of whatever it is you're selling, you have to clear out money uh, issues like, and, and people don't realize like oftentimes I begin working with them and we go back to their childhood and we mm -hmm. talk about, you know, what, what were the money, um, kind of mantras around your home? Like yeah. did you grow up with a parent or someone saying like, well, money doesn't grow on trees, you know? And like, think about how, how many times you've heard whatever it is that your family used to say growing up and how that's impacted you. Because even if you're not thinking it consciously, it's still there in your subconscious. And so you have to go back and identify what it is that's there and then and then maybe fix that, right? Like I, I remember my parents being like, there's no money trees out there. And I would in my mind be like, but what if there are? <laughs> what if you just don't know what if there are you don't know about what if it's like santa claus <laughs> but but like you know and and that's not the only one right like hard work in order to make money you need to work really hard well do you because there are some people who don't work that hard that are billionaires so yes. like like, you know, just you start thinking about these concepts and start questioning them. And that's that's really what um, can open you up to your actual best of making the most money. 
if that's what you're here to do on this planet. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, you know, the, the, I think that I, I've run into it personally, you know, where, you know, it's being raised in an environment where money was not abundant. Um, and I think in and of itself that comes with its own challenges and then coming out of that environment, you know, you have those moments where I have to stop myself and say, you know what? No, that's, that's not a large amount of money given what the value that I'm offering. And I think that value-based mindset, at least for me, that's one of the things that I've, I've had to work very diligently to overcome is that value-based mindset of moving forward and realizing the true value. Yeah. So how do you, um, I mean, when you see these money holdbacks and the, you know, these money mindsets, what are resources that you tend to offer or tend to suggest for people? Yeah. So I do coaching on it. One-on-one coaching. Um, I also have a free, um, uh, this is a masterclass that you're, that you just put up. I also have something else that I can, I can give you a link to. It's a free, um, money meditation. (laughs) So let me get that link for you while we're talking about this. But, um, but yeah, so I, I I created the meditation because it's something that someone can listen to for 30 days straight and really, really begin to change their money mindset. Yeah. Um, but then the other the other piece of this is there are some resources I do recommend outside of me. Like there's a book called Dollars Flow Easily to Me. Okay. It is amazing. It is okay. really, really, really amazing. And I highly recommend it. Um, I don't, I can't grab that link right now, so I'll get it to you after this, but this is a masterclass that'll help you sell high ticket offers. If you have high ticket offers, it'll help you reframe and rethink about what it is you're selling and how to do it best. Um, so that's there for you. Oh, I look like an angel, says Justin. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Um, I feel like it might, it might be easier to get than I can imagine. So I'm, I'm going to search for it, but yeah, I created this meditation for people. I have this, um, workbook that I guide people through, but really it's a matter of uncovering what's there. Like, cause each person is so different and, um, and you know, like if you grew up with, I want to kind of call it a a lack mindset versus abundance, right. You know, there where there's maybe not enough of things or don't use the last one or, you know, you know, squeeze it, squeeze all the juice out of it or whatever it might be. Right. Like, like, you know, how is that impacting not just what you're buying today, but how you're selling today? And so, and so like we would actually work together to figure that out and then come up with some examples and how you can do it differently going forward and things you could think about and ways you could justify it to yourself and like the lessons you needed to learn. Like one of the greatest things always is to think back, like what were the lessons you needed to learn from that? Like, cause that gave you some value. What was that value so that you can, you can, you know, use that and now move on from it. Yeah. Wow. What are the lessons you needed to learn from that? (laughs) I think if I think the biggest thing for me that I'm at least that I'm taking from this more than anything is and I think in sales and in the fast paced entrepreneurial lifestyle, it's it's easy to forget to introspect. Yes. And, and to stop and look at things and rather than just because I know I'm guilty of it sometimes. It's like, okay, there's a brick wall in front of me. Well, by God, I'm just gonna hit it as many times and as hard as I can, and it's gotta come down by force eventually, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it is it is true we we are in our routines you know and and i think that's why for some the the quarantine period of time has has been in some ways a blessing because it it stopped everyone's normal routine and it made people think differently a lot of people thought do i love what i'm doing hey this commute i don't have to commute anymore that commute was really wearing on me you know how can i change things in a way you know that kind of thing um and so it it, it was kind of like this reset in people's thoughts Yes, it really was. Justin says it right here. Uh, I learned from the millionaire mindset, every deal that closes, or even when you find a 20 in your dream, you point to your head and say, I am a money magnet. That's awesome, Justin. I love that. I love that. So as corny as this sounds, um, there are like little things I do too. Like, like, let's say we're doing a campaign and we get a thousand new customers from it or a thousand buyers from it. Yeah. I literally look at each person's name individually and thank them in my head. And that's, you know, to me, <laughs> I've been reading about this here recently. This reason if that just fired me up, like as soon as she said <laughs> that, is that is the difference in a mindset of gratitude. Mm. But it's, it's not just, it's not, and this is something I've had to start learning myself. And this is probably even getting more personal than I normally get. I don't care if you're on LinkedIn and you don't like it, you think this is too for for go watch something else. <laughs> um, but the power of that is, is it's choosing your state of mind in an active manner rather than sitting back and saying, yes. well, things suck today because outside environmental factors. I mean, look at this, you know, Jen is, Jen is <laughs> giving us such good information. She's getting blessed from the heavens right now. <laughs> that must be what it is. Thank you. <laughs> so what, I mean, what have you seen with that? What is, what have you seen have been things like that, that, that help you, mm -hmm actively choose the state of your mind. So I always give more than a 20% tip because um, usually the person in my mind deserves it. And I think, okay, this extra dollar or whatever it is extra that I'm giving is not going to make a big difference in my, in my life. Yeah. But what if it could make a big difference in that person's life? Yes. And I don't know, maybe it won't, but what if it could, Yes. And that feeling of like, cool, what if, is enough to like change your state of mind, right? Oh, yeah. And so, so there's little things like that. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, if I invest in something, um, I, I always know it's going to come back tenfold. Like I just know in my mind that, you know, like a mastermind investment or whatever kind of investment it may be, that it's going to come back. Yes. Right. And so I'm not like afraid to make those investments. And I think from a sales standpoint, too, like you have to build up that value. You know, if you wouldn't buy something like that or spend that kind of money of, for what you're offering, why would someone else believe that they should buy it from you? Yes. Yes. That's so powerful. And that's, you know, it's the it's the mindset. And this is where I had whenever I a couple of years ago, I had to get past the mindset of am I worth that? You know, it's if you're talking about a mastermind, like what we're a part of, you know, for me, it was always it was easy to just kind of flippantly say, well, that's it's just it's too expensive or that's just overpriced. Mm -hmm. But I, when I had the moment that I realized, you know what, I am worth that investment. Yeah. And my future and my family and my kids are worth that investment. 
it yeah. was a whole, it's like it flipped the whole thing on its head. And from then on, it was like, okay, how many different ways can I invest in me and my future? Because then I can invest in my family and other people. And then once you realize you're worth it and you're for that kind of money, now it's easier to go back and make those kind of sales for other people because you can show them why they're worth investing in you. Wow. That's it's the give. <laughs> it's, the, it's the getting to give. I mean, that's the, that's the difference I think is it's, is I'm, working to grow myself so that I can give more of myself, not I'm yes. just to grow myself so I can grow myself. Yes. It's, um, I, I heard, it. I, I think it was Zig Ziglar who once said something about if your whole goal is just to become a personal and self-development guru and where all you do is grow, you grow, you take, 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 then you become the dead sea. Ooh. Or you can grow the mindset of I am growing so that I can give. And then you become, I can't remember what he said, what he compared it to, but it was like, it's the difference of being a place of life versus being a place of death. Wow. That's massive. I love yeah. that. And it's, it's that's just, huge. <laughs> and that's what you're talking about. I mean, even in giving tips or, and that it's that money mindset. Mm-hmm. And there are just, there are so many ways that we can get in that. Yeah. I mean, uh, I say this a lot, but it's because a couple of years ago, one of my coaches said it to me and it had such a profound, it was the first time I actually got it. Like he was like, you have like, okay, you know, your success is inevitable. Like the affirmation. Right. And all I thought of it as was like, oh, it's some affirmation. People put on a mug. Your, your success is inevitable. Like, right. Like, <laughs> but like, how could you just like say that and believe it? Like no matter what your success is inevitable. And he said to me, Jen, do you believe the sun's going to rise tomorrow? I'm like, yeah. He's like, no question. I'm like, no, he's like, <laughs> Just like you believe the sun's going to rise tomorrow, you have to believe your success is inevitable. And if you start out with the mindset of that, what kind of actions will you take knowing, not like thinking maybe, but knowing that your success is inevitable and you take actions from a very different place than, you know, well, what if this happens or what if that happens? Charlie, you're not being very fair. <laughs> I am talking to our dog. <laughs> oh, you got to. <laughs> she, she has this like, the second I'm talking to someone on a screen, she gets so jealous. Like, you know, it's like, I have a life too, dog. <laughs> I have a three-year-old that does that. <laughs> yeah, she's four, so... You know, what's interesting is, the, is you're talking about that success is inevitable. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and give a shout out to Doug hey, Wing hey, and hey. David Kane. This is all good stuff. But you're talking about that success is inevitable. And it's cool because literally yesterday, my three-year-old and I were playing. And there was something that he was telling me that if I won, that I did this and that if he won that, that he does this. Well, we're just starting to get into that phase where sometimes maybe he doesn't win every time. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> and, sometimes. Yes, yeah. Sometimes, you know, I, I'm still dad and I'm, I, he's still got that, you know, the odds are definitely stacked against me. Yeah. But I think the, one of the biggest benefits, and this is what I, honest to God, guys, this is the, one of the things that is a benefit of a mastermind is I get the opportunity to get around people like a Jeffrey, like a Jen, like a Joe Soto, like a Lene Soto, um, who is really our secret weapon that nobody really gets to, to hear about. Um, that, you know, and and people like a Wyatt Woodsmall, 
where now when I'm sitting with my three-year-old, we're having a conversation yesterday and he was telling me that he either wins or he loses. And I was able to say, nobody. And I kind of, I'm straight stealing this from John Maxwell from his book cover. Um, but I said, nobody, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn, but the only way you lose is if you quit. Ooh. And being able to start that conversation when he's three, like it gives whole, a whole new meaning yeah. to my ceiling becomes his floor. Yeah. And so like, that's what you're helping people do really is you're helping people raise their own ceiling so that their future generations and the people that they're giving to and working with that becomes their floor. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's crazy powerful. I love that. And so the only way to lose is if you quit. And I would add the only way to lose is if you don't even try at all. Yes. Because there are some people that go into business and, or even sales and think that they're trying. And then they do like, I had a salesperson who was like, I'm trying so hard. It's just not, not happening for me. And then like we caught her on Facebook, like out at her barn every day for like four hours a day, like not actually <laughs> selling, but like riding her horse. Like, how are you making sales calls from your horse? Like <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a whole nother skill set right that, there. <laughs> that's just not how it's done. And so okay. like... <laughs> So yeah, there are some people who quit too soon. There's others who don't try hard enough. Wow. That's, that's so true. So true. What have you seen has been the power of that, that affirmation? And like, I mean, I know you've got the the money meditation and I definitely want to get that and share that with everybody, but what have yeah. you seen the power of that affirmation? I, I've heard of some pretty wild things that you have manifested here lately. <laughs> <laughs> This year has been crazy because I have learned the power of manifestation in a whole new way. I went from like last year manifesting parking spots at the mall and thinking that was like a really big deal. Like I'd come home and be like, got a front row spot again. And like literally like clockwork, like I could be pulling up and someone would be pulling out and I would get their spot like every time. Yeah. And, but th that was like low stakes, you know, because if you don't get the parking spot, it's not a big deal. You just park a couple rows back. <laughs> so, but this year I was able to manifest, um, some really amazing things in my business that, that I didn't even realize were possible. Um, I'm now doing these talks for college kids that are just so much fun and a whole new source of revenue. It's like a whole new business um, revenue wise. And they're so rewarding because I get to help kids at the college level before they get into the work world, you know, totally and, and develop whatever habits and all that. And they're eager to learn, which is so cool. Um, so I manifested that. And this apartment I'm sitting in with the halo behind me, <laughs> um, it's pretty freaking crazy. I manifested this apartment. Like I did this manifest, um, this uh, manif money manifestation call with one of my coaches where he had us write down this like code on a piece of paper. It was more, more woo than I've ever gotten ever. <laughs> and I did it. And then we had to visualize like what we wanted. And I visualized an apartment on the beach overlooking the water with an open floor plan with three bedrooms, three bathrooms, blah, 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 in a certain price range. And when I told the real estate agent about it, she was like, oh, 
that's so nice. You'll never get that. <laughs> I like, um, yes, I will. You don't understand. It was my manifestation. I've yeah. already, I've already gotten it. It's just not a reality yeah. yet. And she's like, okay. I'm like, look, if you don't believe in this, it's okay. We don't have to work together. So you know, <laughs> then we found someone who was almost stupid enough to trust me <laughs> that it was possible. <laughs> and she ended up getting the commission because <laughs> She, we figured it out together, but there were so many obstacles along the way and um, money that I didn't formally have access to my entire life, all of a sudden became available. Um, The mortgage that I was never supposed to qualify for, I qualified for a loan, which is really what I I like had the pride and I really wanted to do this myself for our family. And so like all these things fell into place because I believed there was nothing, not a single thing that could stop it. Yeah. And when you're making a big sale, the question is like, are you thinking about the things that could get in your way or are you believing in your heart that no matter what, it's going to work out and nothing can stop it because you're going to take different actions based on what you believe. You are. And whether you realize it or not. And so if you believe this is already a done deal, now we just have to play the game to get to get the paperwork. It's it's like a whole different ball game. It really, yeah. really is. That's you know, it's that's Jim Rohn 101. <laughs> and, it, and it also makes me think of, you know, Zig Ziglar of because, you know, Zig Ziglar is just and for those of you all who haven't picked up on it yet by now, Zig Ziglar is just like one of my all time favorite. Um, and one of the things he says consistently is you're what you are and you're where you are because of what's gone into your mind. And you can change what you are. You can change where you are by changing what's gone into your mind. And that's that's exactly what you're talking about and how it can apply to everything. Yeah. And I'll leave you with this. It starts with how you treat your mind in the morning. So, like, I want you to, like, think about as an adult, are you waking up and eating, I don't know, like, Lucky Charms and marshmallows and junk food? No, you're probably not waking up and feeding your body crap, right? Am I allowed to say that? But you're (laughs) probably waking up and feeding your body something that's nutritious nutritious with fuel that's going to fuel you for the day. We don't think about fueling our mind. It's not like a thing that's been that you learned in school. Yeah, like they didn't treat, teach you the nutrition BS pyramid in school, which is <laughs> not still not right, but at least they attempted to teach you something about nutrition, right? Yeah. So, but they don't teach you about feeding your mind. And so what are you reading that's positive? What are you listening to that's positive? Yes. What are you what are you writing that's positive? What are you looking at like a vision board that's positive? What are the things that you're doing to fuel your mind every single day? Because if you're thinking like, but wait, what does this have to do with sales? I thought this was a sales or marketing podcast. <laughs> this is the most important thing you can do every single day if you want to make more sales. Yes. It's so true. It's so true. It's the, uh, it's the, uh, it's more than a 12 inch, but it's a 12 inch gap between your head and your heart, you know, and that's, it's, are you trying to logic your way out of it or actually, are you actually feeding yourself what you need? Yeah, exactly. That is so awesome. So, I mean, obviously you've given us a lot (laughs) and, uh, so you've got the masterclass. So tell us just a little bit more about the masterclass and what people could expect to get from that. 
Yeah, so the masterclass is all about if you're selling high ticket um, offers, right? A lot of people are trying to sell high ticket offers online, like maybe coaching packages or masterminds or high ticket offers, whatever it may be, right? And so this is all about how to create, how to sell them. And, you know, it's without... a. It's without spending a lot of money on ads because a lot of times people feel like they have to go out and like spend thousands of dollars on Facebook ads. And the truth is like, you don't have to do that. So I help you avoid costly mistakes. I help you put together like the blueprint that, that I have put together. Um, uh, and, and I give that to you in this masterclass on how to do it. And so you don't have to like try to DIY it. It's more of like a formula on how to, close more high ticket sales. That's awesome. And how, where else can people track you down and see you? I think I've already mentioned it, but I'll let you. Yeah. So I know we're on LinkedIn, so you can find me on LinkedIn. I don't know if I'm there with my married name, Gittimer or my maiden name, Gluckow. I forget. I'm not um, sure. <laughs> not sure. But, but I'm not the most active on LinkedIn. I'm like, actually, I went in there last night and I was like, oh my God, I have messages from October. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably not the best place to reach me. But if you go to at Jengitimer on Instagram, I'm there every day. <laughs> yes. And so are Zoe and Charlie, who are yes, really the are. stars of the show. <laughs> they are, they are. If you don't have your dogs on your Instagram, there's you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I must be doing something wrong. I, I could probably do a lot more on Instagram. It's all good. <laughs> so again, if you have not, um, go go to that website below, jengitimer.com and and for our podcast listeners, it is jengittimer.com slash masterclass. We'll put that, excuse me, slash masterclass hyphen now. jengittimer.com slash masterclass hyphen now. Get in that free masterclass because I promise you, you will walk away from that masterclass with some amazing value. If you haven't already picked it up, and by the way, I found out, Jen, that this is not an autograph copy, so I've got to work on that. Somehow I ended up with a non-autograph copy. What? <laughs> yeah, so a different link. And okay. there's where they can download my um, sales magnet workbook. And awesome. so it's a free workbook that you can download to help you identify your clients and create attraction and all that. And then after that, you'll get an offer for the, the money meditation. I got it backwards. That one okay. was free. But this is free, the workbook. So Okay. So there you go. Right so there. That's going to be jengittimer.com uh, slash sales hyphen magnet hyphen workbook hyphen Insta. Again, we'll put all this up for our on the uh, show notes page for our podcast listeners. And we'll also put a link to Jen's book, Sales in a New York Minute amazing book. If you've not, uh, not picked that up and read that, don't just pick it up. Also read it, um, <laughs> pick it up and read it. But if you've not gotten that, make sure to pick it up. And Jen, what else, or is there anything in a last closing message that you want to leave with everybody before we sign it off today? Uh, do what you love. Wow. Wake up every, you get to wake up every day and do something, do something you love. Wow. Well, there you go. I, there's no other way I can close that out. So, um, if you'll hang time, halo above me agrees. There you go. You've got the halo behind her. So there you go. So, Jen, I'm gonna remove you here for a second. I'm gonna close bye this bye. out, and I'll be right back. Thanks, Jen. Thank you. So with that, like we said, do what you love. There's nothing else I could say for that. This will be our final show before the Christmas holiday. 
Um, we will be back on December the 28th. It will be yours truly on December the 28th. So uh, we'll be talking about several different things around your LinkedIn and how you can um, maximize your results for your personal marketing. With that, I do look forward to talking to you next time. I wish you an amazing Christmas. Uh, Hanukkah, I believe, is already closed out. So if you've already had Hanukkah, if you've already had Hanukkah, I hope you had a happy Hanukkah. And any other holidays you may be celebrating, we wish you the best. And with that, I look forward to talking to you next time. And I'm just here to keep reminding you, either post value or don't bother.